change it. Ever change. <clears throat> Maybe oh, I just moved the mic in a little closer. <laughs> Yeah, that, I think that's what it was. You're, it was you're just, talking over here. I was checking. It was the volume is at oh, maximum. Yeah, that's now, why I was like, now can I can I hear you perfectly again. Oh my god, he got me fucking checking <laughs> volume and stuff. You're talking, and over it's here. all. Like, I don't know. I can't. Really, I, I, I can't quiet. hear it. That's like if this was an ice cream cone, I'd be like, I don't know. I can't lick I, I can't it. I need a new it. cone. I don't taste it. Is this, no, is this supposed right. to be chocolate? Like, keep your face <laughs> to the fucking cone, dude. Right. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, your dad caught your ass and he didn't realize, you don't think? Yeah, are we telling the story on the pod? Was that recording the whole time? Oh, dude, I don't, I mean, do you want me to cut that out? No, I don't care. I'll just, did we get it all or? Well, I'm actually, dude, I'm just, just talk to me, dude. What the, I, I'm wondering, bro. Like, I was fucking around with the volume. Yeah, I know, right? I was well, half, that's, ass, half that's, ass listening. That's honestly. why I was wondering if it was recording. But, like, no, my dad just was like, don't smoke weed in the tray. Oh, my mom wants to listen to this. I don't want her to know, but. Oh, oh my God! She'll find dude. out. Tell me what the fuck. Right, so what anyway, is, this right, morning. I'm not anything. Are you want? No. Do you need me to cut something? No, we're good. Okay. So <laughs> I want to cut. AI has been editing my podcast whole through. All I do this. The reason I do this podcast is because it's fucking easy for me to do. I'm like, mine as well. I have all the equipment for it, and I just take this footage, throw it into Premiere, put the AI editor, done, and I just throw it up on. I'm like, that was easy, yeah. and we just get to record the shits. Plus, fun, it's dude. fun, dude. Yeah, like, no, it's like literally just out. like a memory of our, like yeah. it's so fun to just talking with these. Like I have those old ones, the Subrosa ones. Have you ever heard that any no, of those yet? I it's haven't. like old. I don't think we made one, but I did it with like a bunch of random people where I would just have my recorder and I'd hit record and yeah. be talking. But yeah, that's the whole reason for the gist of this story is I don't want to edit, dude. <laughs> I don't want to edit. You don't make me go back and cut shit out. Yeah. Okay. Let's just new, put it out there. New rule for, just, from now on. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm just confused. Do I restart the story or go? Did it get it? No, I got it. Okay, cool. Then That's we're good. what matters. Okay, anyway, I shouldn't <laughs> have smoked weed in the trailer. <laughs> smoked weed, almost got caught this morning. Mommy, if you hear this, I don't care. I smoked weed in your trailer. Yell at me later. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. <clears throat> Truth is uh, the best way through. Truth will set you free. Yeah. How did, now Becky is free. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, Becky wants to come onto the podcast. You told me, right? Yeah. Did she, you text me that? Yeah, this morning. You text me, maybe or you text me right that. before I came here. Before you came here, while I was putting this shit together real quick. That's why I didn't reply. Yeah, because I made her watch the last one when I was talking about how my grandpa's old, oh, and yeah? she just got a kick out of it. And I was like, my buddy just wants to have conversations with people. Although I said your name, I don't know. I said my buddy. My right buddy. Now. Yeah. What the yeah. Fuck? And then she's my like, buddy. I want to be one of Jason's guests. And well, I was she, like, Are you my I'll buddy, him, Becky? So. I think Becky's my buddy. I think so. <laughs> if she makes me some uh, good steaks, hopefully not bad like those last ones you had. I that haven't was bad told meat, her huh? yet. So yeah, I had one. You saw the picture of it for lunch. I had one of those leftover you steaks. Eating the same steak for a week? No, I only had the shrimp in that picture. But my mom made me that plate, and then I gave the steak to Osa because it just is bad. But the shrimp oh, were great. And did Osa like it? Yeah, she loved it. Your dog? <clears throat> yep. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was just like another foster kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Could have been. Got him. All right. <laughs> nah, oh, I wouldn't have given a foster kid steak. <laughs> like. Oh, God. They're, right. they're burger kids, not not steak. Yeah. So yeah. for people who don't know, oh, Marks yeah. comes from a 
foster like not foster well, family but your family we yeah foster, that fosters foster kids yeah so when we were in seventh grade my mom came to us and said well since we can't have any more kids i feel like we are supposed to have more children in this family so we're gonna do foster care and it was great uh we loved it we had over 30 kids stay with us growing up so we did foster care from when i was in seventh grade till i think i was a freshman and then we adopted three and we didn't have enough room to have any more. So that's what kind of took my parents out of it. But then they taught how to be foster parents for the state for years. <clears throat> oh, yeah. What was the best part about that, dude? The free tickets into the <laughs> fair when they ran the booth. <laughs> that, that's, all, that, that's all foster care was for me. Was you had, free tickets to the fair. <laughs> you had that answer ready, dude. You had that answer ready. <laughs> that's, I've thought about that answer <laughs> like before. The best part. <laughs> Tickets to the fair. Tickets to the fair because they give us right, (laughs) dude. No, do you remember? You remember that camper that I used to have that that one night when me, you, and Amador drank and smoke out in that little camper trailer yeah. when I was like 16. Mm-hmm. The whole reason I had that was because I hated sharing a room with foster kids. Oh my so I had gosh. saved up and moved out into that little camper once I bought it. Saved up? You bought that camper yourself, huh? Yeah, I oh, bought wow, it. I, that's awesome. It was like 600 bucks because I, I was working at Don's. Was this the same time as when I was living in the back shed? Yes. Oh my gosh. Did and I inspire you to move out on your own? No, I moved out first. You were out first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I got that badass shack, remember? Yeah, but wasn't that your junior year? Because I bought this sophomore year. So sophomore, I think I, okay. I think I was out yeah, of no, it that totally was sophomore for year. a year yeah. before. Damn, dude. Yeah, I just got lucky and moved into a place where they're like, get Gordon, yeah. live in that shed in the back. And I was like, don't tell me twice. No, my That's parents what... hated that I was in that thing. So, oh, really? Yeah, I, uh, we got, because me, you, and Amador, it was that same night that my parents got rid of it, and they donated it to the DI. Oh, they could do that, huh? Yeah, because they found donated. all of our, yeah, we had DI. all the beer cans and the cigarette butts in oh, there, damn. and my mom. This is the funniest story. If you watch this, mom, I'm putting you on blast right now. I love you, and I'm sorry, but <laughs> my mom was like, my mom's super Mormon, and I was at work one day, and she came in to put my laundry away. And the way she tells the story is that she, the Lord told her to look under my sink where you and I had hit all the beer cans. Yeah. And that it glowed. And so the Lord told on me what? and tattled. Damn, dude, And I was glowed. like, yeah. Conveniently, though, the, the drawer that glowed is the one that she puts my underwear in. Dude. And she was doing laundry. Like, I don't believe the Lord stuff. but Dude, but what if? You know, yeah. we've seen some supernatural <clears throat> freaky shit. Well, dude. I have. I have. I don't know. Have you? Well, there's just that picture. Or not picture, that light camping. Uh, but otherwise, no, I don't no, really see. Haven't. I feel like to see weird shit, you can't be looking for it. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time you're like, dude, let's go out camping. Because we love camping. Yeah. And we go out looking. We don't see anything. And then you call me when you're just like hanging out with your brother. You're like, dude, I just saw something weird. But I feel like I'm always looking for it. So I'll probably never see it. <laughs> it does feel that way. Because every time I've had a crazy, like... UFO sighting experience it's been like we were ne- like our minds were elsewhere and we're like what the fuck is that right <laughs> not like where are they at let's find them yeah <sighs> I want to see something so, again so bad it's addicting I also take every story you tell me though with the grain of salt ever since the Yeti hike oh we're yeah 12 so yeah that, that still Yeti haunts hike. me dude that's like your Prime story favorite us, story like. dude that's because that was like the hardest moment of my life i was scared out of my mind i don't think i've ever been so scared so for those that don't know 
If you go to scout camp every year, they take the new scouts and do a Yeti hike and they like hit trees and stuff. They freak you out. And Jason and I went on this when we were like 11, scared the shit out of me. But the next day we go hiking out in the woods up by Stanley. We're like 12. I don't know why this was a good idea. I, Just I was scared too. <clears throat> I was also scared on the Yeti hike. I think I was you were more Mark. scared. I was like, oh, Mark, protect me. <laughs> I think you were more scared on the hike. Because yeah, I don't know why, but your dad stood behind me. Because your dad we? came. We were 11. You were 11. I was 12. Okay. Yeah. So, we're young. Yeah. And then, uh, but I think I was like more scared. I think you were more scared on the hike, but then you scared me the next day. Yeah. So, because we went out, you tell what you did to me. Well, once I learned that it was like scouts doing that, I learned that, oh, you can just fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> so, me and Mark go out on this hike. And we're like, let's just, what were we doing? We, we were just walking behind the camp and then we just wandered off. That's yeah, why I was we like, wandered. we were exploring. How stupid. We're, we were 12 in the Sawtooth Mountains, no adults. And we're like, let's go hike off trail. Yeah, just explore. Well, we knew where we were. There's a river bank, that river bank, which is the notorious river bank. Yep. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that river bank we came up to was like, part, it was like dried. Yeah. Dried up. And uh, on the other side where we came from was camp towards away from the opposite side is the wilderness yep so i feel like we had good bearings but as we're walking through i start picking up these big rocks on the riverbank and i just chuck them as far as i could and then start walking like i'm not do doing nothing and then we hear out in the distance the clattering of trees and branches and then mark uh, it freaked me the fuck out dude i thought it was a yeti <laughs> Or a black bear. Yeah, you were scared. I didn't know if you were kidding, though. I, I remember I wasn't sure if you were legit scared or you knew what I was doing or you I, just had a shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was like 40 minutes later into where you finally freaked me out enough that I had to take a shit. Oh, okay. But yeah, because we had been hiking a for a while. No, I and didn't. You, I literally got scared. I think at the beginning, I kind of wasn't that scared because it was a couple noises. But I literally never once saw you throw a rock or make a sound. You were so good at doing it just behind me. So we'd just be walking, talking, and then over to my right, I'd hear like, Ch -ch -ch, and I'd be like, what the fuck is that? And then you'd be like, dude, I don't know. And I did, totally didn't even think you just threw a rock. And then later you had like- I'd hug those babies though. Yeah, you had done something where like you threw a branch once and it had knocked down like a dead tree, like part of, not a dead tree, like some branches on a dead tree. And I remember that freaked me out. And then by the time we had gotten back to the stream, I was so nervous. And then I think I played, well, I didn't think I know this. I was having to take a shit halfway through that. And finally it was just like, dude, I'm done. And then I wiped with my scout bandana. I didn't have it the rest of the time. And yeah, and you were just laughing. That and is why you have all those pictures without your bandana. Yeah, on. it is. And then, dude, oh, and then shit. you that just kept hilarious. throwing rocks. I don't think. You, I don't think you told me till we were driving back from that <laughs> camp like two or three days later. Probably just the trauma of you yeah, shit I was pulling your anus out <laughs> of shit. Like, God damn, I, dude. I was I genuinely like, terrified, I'd, though. I didn't even want to make eye contact after that. I'm like, dude, this is like, did we yeah. just share an experience? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently uh, so. It's it's 18 years later and we're still talking about it. That is funny, dude. Yeah, I was so, a little fucking menace, I guess. Yeah. Just fucking fucking with your ass. Throwing that fucking well, I mean, I fucking was a little little shit, honestly. I was a little honestly, shit. Honestly, I mean, every one of my stupid stories from my childhood is usually from a dare from you. 
Yeah, what well, like what? Drinking out of the toilet. That one you remember like so perf- you have that one very on Yeah, that's because how many times in your life do you do that? It should be zero. I'm I'm <laughs> one. Like I remember that moment or the I don't remember it, but your mom had like some hot th- I think this is why I hate spice so much. But we tried to snort oh. spice once. The the screwdriver where you heated up the oh screwdriver God, with yeah. the lighter. Just yeah. All of my stupid that stories. That one I feel usually. real bad for. Everything else was like your own decision, but the yeah. screwdriver, <laughs> I, I kind of forced you into that. Like, I had no knowing. idea, yeah. yeah. So I got this screwdriver. How old were we, do you think? Uh, we had to have been like 10. I'm like 10-year-olds, dude. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. shit. I got this screwdriver. I didn't understand things properly yet. And I got a lighter and heated it up. I was I started realizing what the fuck heat does for sure because I would fuck with the lighter and the strings, yeah. remember? No, we were in scouts when this happened. No, we were at your bedroom. We were in your bedroom. Well, no, like scout age. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so Cub maybe scouts? a little older. Maybe like 13, Boy scouts 14. or Cub scouts? I don't remember. Yeah, Cub scouts like a little baby. Yeah, 8 to 10. Yeah, we were young. I bet you we were, I don't know. We were in your room. Anyways, I started fucking around with the lighter and the string because it would change the pitch. Yeah. Remember? And then it snapped finally. Yep. So it would get it higher, like, and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, fuck. And then, boom, but one busted. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was just sitting there bored with the lighter, and you went to go, like, the bathroom or something. Yeah, I think so. And I lit that fucking screwdriver up for a little bit to heat it up. And then you came out of the bathroom, and I put the fucking screwdriver up, and I was like, Mark, I bet you can't grab this out of my hand. (laughs) And just... Wow. And he just went Fuck. for it and grabbed the hot metal. Dude, I wonder if Daniel remembers uh, this, but he did. It was either Daniel or Bo. They did that to me once, too. No, they didn't. You well, fell for it twice? Kind of, but it, this was in eighth grade. If they remember, if they listen to this, I had that little red shed that we kind of made into a fort and we all spray painted it. It's still there. But one time we made like a little oven out of bricks in there so it'd stay warm and we put like a chimney up. There's still the hole in the roof. But one of those rocks that was right by the fire, I was like, guys, we should like get a stick and move that closer. I don't know why. And I think it was Bo was like, dude, just grab it. And I was like, yeah. And they, I guess they had touched it already and knew it was hot. And I just like picked it up, and then my like my oh. fingertips were all oh, red. Like it, it burned. That one really burned me. I had to go in. My mom had to put like aloe vera. Slept with my hand in water. I would which say caused other problems that night. But this seems like <clears throat> honestly, like I'm not sure if it's people are fucked up towards you, and you have a trust issue with like you trust people who you shouldn't be trusting fully, or. You're a little bit stupid, not testing grounds a little bit. Like, why are you just grabbing hot shit all the time? I think a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) I I think sometimes I just always wanted to be like, because I was the chubby kid and, you know, chubby fat kid. So I think I definitely took on that persona earlier. But then sometimes I'm like, that was just stupid. I don't even know why I did it. Like the the rock. I should have known that one. It was right next to the fire. Damn, dude. Like, that's like touch the stove. Except for I was like 14. Right, <laughs> but that one game we used to play, we used to fuck around with stuff like that though. Because yeah, remember that that charcoal game where you keep the charcoal alive oh. and you bounce it in your hands and you blow, keep yeah. it alive, and you have to trade it off and pass it around the campfire without letting it burn you. Yeah, you just bounce it as fast as you can, or, so it keep doesn't touch any one spot too long, and you yeah. just keep bouncing that charcoal, and beating or you air. Eighth grade wall ball. There were some wall violent times. Shit. Violent times. I miss those times sometimes. So you, wall ball, for our age, you throw the ball against a wall or bouncy ball of sorts. Yep. And it bounces off, 
and you have to catch it with one hand. And if you don't catch it, if you touch it, and then you don't catch it and it hits the ground again, then you have to run and touch the wall. But if someone picks up that ball and hits the wall before you do with it by throwing it, then you're up against the wall. And, and they get a free pitch at you. As hard as they want, you gotta go. I would, we would, I would yeah, curl up in a ball with my back towards them. And shit. Remember when we changed the rule and we made it that if you moved when they threw the ball, they gotta throw it at you again. Mm. That's no, when that it got. Is the, no, that's the that was a legit rule. Really? That, that's a grandfathered in rule. I would like to feel like because that's true. Yeah. You don't get to be dodging the shit. Yeah, because dude, you sometimes have to sit that there, hurt. Take it. That was scary, dude. I would be scared against people like Todd Loveless. Yeah, Todd and Sam. They, Sam the those skinny families. little boys. They can throw <laughs> hard. Like Grant, I would not. I mean, after I played dodgeball with Grant, I oh knew not gosh. to do, get by him, but. Grant had me scared for my life sometimes. Yeah. Even at like 18 years old, you'd hear that ball and just boom. And I'd be like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> like, guys, I'm going to go sit with the ladies and the play the board games. <laughs> the consequences yeah. of getting hit in the face by a fucking Grant ball. By a loveless ball. Like, yeah, the all older the- loveless is. The older of a loveless, the more dangerous they became. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, those those were scary moments. <laughs> Yeah, dodgeball. Dude, the ball yeah. wall, ball wall, I felt afraid, but ball I would wall. still play. Wall ball. Yeah. Ball wall. Ball wall. Ball. Yeah, <laughs> I was still afraid in wall ball. I was like, but I would play. I would, you know, yeah. I, and it's just like, you have to do it. You just got to go up and get hit. But I would be fucking Didn't nervous. Dustin break his collarbone playing wall ball? Like, what? was it San- somebody? I don't remember. Yeah, it was Dustin during a recess in middle school, I remember. Yeah, he's some. I don't remember exactly the event of it happening. I'm pretty sure it was wall ball. Was it wall ball? Yeah, because yeah. this is how I remember, and this is a terrible thing for me to admit, but we were doing cardio day the next day, and dust or like it was like Monday that he heard it, and we did cardio day every Wednesday, and Tuesday in gym he showed up in a sling. And he didn't have to participate. He had to walk in the foyer. And guess what? I showed up in the next day and got out of cardio day. And then Dustin, I had told everybody I sprained it. And that Elanis and I, because Elanis used to live down the street. We used to go play football, like catch all the time. Mm -hmm. And I said that he had heard it. And he even went along with it, I think. But really, nothing had happened. I just didn't want to do cardio day. And so Dustin and I, for like two weeks straight, he really had a broken collarbone. And I just walked with him every day, pretending nothing was ever wrong. What made you back then? Because back then, you were still like... You seem pretty like in shape to me when we look back at those. I I always hated cardio day. I tried every way to get out of it every week. Yeah, you just hated that physical work. Always. I mean, I faked asthma attacks. All the time, I I remember one time Chris Sheets in, I think we were in seventh grade, he had sprained his wrist, and then we had cardio, and next thing you know, I had a wrist brace on and a doctor's note. Dr. Waters, if you ever watch this, you really need to do better testing, because you just listened to me all the time and gave me whatever sling or doctor's note or anything. You moved the microphone back, didn't you? Um, did you? Did you? Or was that me? Did I just have the crop? It, it was me. Oh, a- yeah. As we were talking, I, I got more comfy, slouched a little yeah. bit, and then I was like, "Oh, remember earlier?" So I just kind of oh yeah, slid it a, back here. This is the trouble with being a one man band here. I'm fucking running full production, right? But this is kind of dope, th- though. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something like, "My wide." I'm sorry, Mark. My wide angle doesn't have you all in frame <laughs> I or can't something. Fit you in the full wide, dude. <laughs> so, I need a like, wider lens. Y- you've done good this year, but before we can do podcasts, you need to go on a jog. 
or something. <laughs> We're, uh, yeah, you so. worked out today? No, not this morning. You're going to work out today? Yep. What are you going to do? Uh, I am going to do a full body workout today. A full body workout today? What does that consist of? Sorry, I thought of a joke, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's going to be, I was going to say my wife. <laughs> so, but she might uh, listen to it. But uh, I'm just going to do lap bands today. So I'm going to try to do one of everything three three times. So do like probably curls with the bands, probably do mm-hmm. push-ups for tries and shoulders. Just try to get through everything three How times. How you can do shoulders with the band standing on it, pushing it up? Yeah. Or are you gonna do lat- front raises? No, side I'll, raises? I'll do I'll do shoulder presses and shoulder then press. I've got a little thing for tricep pull downs where it like latches over the door mm. and then so I'll do pull downs there and then I'll probably I have because <clears throat> I'm going down to Salt Lake tonight I have a barbell and everything so I'll do like curls and then I probably will bitch out on legs. Speaking of, I need to text Isaiah to see if he's down to work out. Yeah. What are you going to work out today? Um, Today, if he wants to work out, we're doing squat. That's for damn sure. I mean, we need a good squat day. And guess what? Hot yoga at Hive Hot Yoga is free all summer, every Sunday at 12. Dude, you'd be such a good promoter because that sounded like you should have said from our sponsor. If they were a sponsor, This episode though. is brought to you by a Hive Hot Yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time, dude. Right. Uh, every time we bring up a brand. <laughs> yep. This episode is brought to you by Q3 Auto Detailing. Call me and I will clean your car. Actually, my mommy will. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny one. <laughs> so, since I just said that was a funny one, Jason, something to talk about. When did I become not funny? It was just that day. Just that, that day. day. Maybe two day streak. I felt it like it was dry. like a two week. Because I, I feel like I wouldn't have gotten offended if I wasn't already identifying with that a little bit. I feel like that whole week, all week, nobody was laughing at my jokes. Okay. So they were all dry. Because even Jenna had said something like that earlier in the week. You were getting lazy, dude. You were just saying dump random shit and like yeah. you're flying it by as a joke. I'm like, what are you even saying? Dude? Right. <laughs> like, this is give me. This is an example. So. All right, let's say, oh, man, dude, I really like this coffee. It tastes like it's so good. And you're like, oh, is it good? And I'd be like, uh, yeah. It's not real. I don't know. Yeah. That's honestly, I can't, I've, I can't fucking replicate yeah. that But I feel like trash. that was the same response I was getting. I feel like it was maybe a little bit better of a joke. But yeah, probably. I felt it like that's the response I was getting all week. And I was just like, my whole world is just like, oh, if I'm not funny, who am I? Dude, what did I say to you? I was just like, you're just, just like you've just been like dry, dry, and, uh, and like you gotta put some more thought into those jokes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was genuinely hurt. I was like, <laughs> I mean, here it's a week later, and I'm still bringing it up, yeah. and now in front of others to this like is, get validation from you. This that isn't I'm funny. the first time. Every time I see this fucker, now you gotta bring it up every single time. That is true. It's been like three or four times we've seen each other this week, and I've mentioned every it time every you, time. Every time you make me laugh, he has to be like, "Oh, he laughed." <laughs> like I got it again. I'm I, back, baby. I was uh, gonna do that, but then you just pointed it out. So, yeah, no, you're funny, dude. But yeah, you're a funny guy. So funny looking at at least, I would agree with that, but <laughs> I don't see how that's related. No, it still makes me laugh when I look at you. <laughs> yeah, my poor wife. I'm uh, <laughs> just kidding, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Bosco, I need a hug right now. <laughs> oh, he's just chilling. Yeah. He's tired. From he, not, he didn't get a play, though, because the rain. Dude, that lake down there. You could uh, put some trout in there and grow some lily pads. And... It's a whole lake. Dude, yeah, it's going to drain quick, though. Well, it does it, it usually. It's a deposit. Yeah. Yeah, the deposit pond. That's what it's called. I have no idea. Mm, something like that. It's for the rain flow, so it can all build up somewhere. There's like one on every few couple blocks. You ever notice? Those yeah, but big, I had no idea what they were for. I just thought somebody ponds. was lazy and didn't put the house in that spot. <laughs> no, like, you didn't, dude. I thought, well, I didn't really, I, I didn't know what it was for, but I was going to say like, maybe that berm was because they were going to build a foundation. Like, nope, we made this one too big. <laughs> On to the next. <laughs> oh, they could use a patch of grass. And this, this ground sucks. It's a big right? hole. Let's just yep. put some grass in there. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't know that's no. that they were there for rain. Yeah, that you'll see them everywhere now that you know. You'll yeah. notice every fucking few blocks you're gonna be like, damn, another one right there. Oh, another one right there. It's just cause the rain yep. gotta go somewhere. Yep. Just like yesterday's rain. Holy shit. Dude. I was so sad. I had like twenty minutes left on that truck to finish polishing it. Almost done. And then it just started dumping. And so then today I had to redo the whole outside because oh. once it rains, I'm like Got to rewash it. At least, dude, so. the one thing about you, dude, you are a you take a lot of pride in your work, the product that you deliver. I try to, so you fucking doing it whatever you can to make sure that it's a good job at the end. Yep, take that. Although, even when you screw your own time, a lot of the time, I'm like, damn, dude, you yeah. gotta move on. Well, <laughs> I uh, that's true, but there there is a time when you're just detailing to detail, and at that point, you're not getting it no better, like. Let's go on to the next project. A customer's not going to notice one dog hair under the seat, behind the seat belt. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, let, let's that. just get it clean. So, yeah. But, um, dude, so Rizadis messaged me back. He said he's running today. He's running? Which inspires me to run since I'm supposed to be running. Fucking supposed to be. Look how I'm talking already. Yeah. See, I'm talking as if, like, I'm not going to. You hear that? No. I, didn't I said, I'm that. supposed to be. Doing a 50 mile race in August with Camden. You are doing a yeah, 50 not, mile I race. I am doing one. See how my mind is going, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get scared. <laughs> when is it? I'm starting to think all the negative thoughts that are going in my head. I'm going, I'm going to break my knees, dude. Like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to seize up. I'm going to be spasming out. I'm not going to be able to do it. All these fucking hills. Like, this is probably not a good idea for me. I'll just do my own 50 mile race here, run to fucking Declo or whatever. But I just realized, dude, it's, it's all the truth, dude. It's fucking, it's the truth, dude. David Goggins would say, those <gasps> are the excuses. I didn't even notice that was his shirt. And I'm literally thinking about how to bring Goggins into this conversation. And yet you're wearing a shirt. Dude, and I'm I didn't like, even notice. They're all, the, that's, I, those are, how much of a man in my word am I going to be? Yep. Am I going to be one that says, I say I'm going to do something? I told Cam, yeah, I'll do it with you. Does that mean yeah, I'm going to do it? Am I doing it all the way? That's No matter what. <clears throat> That's me with this carnivore challenge this month. I've made like 10 commitments that we've been like, I'm going to do like no weed for a month or I'm doing it this time. And I always fall out. I'm like, this is the one. It's not. I'm going to do it. If not, I'm a bitch and I need to own that. Yeah. So starting actually today, we are only eating meat for our food, eggs included. Yep. Yeah. So and and flavorings with them. So this is today is June 12th. Yeah. So to the rest of the end of June, so that's what thirty 19 days, days, nineteen days. It's easy. Yeah, that's not even three. No, weeks. there's only thirty days in June, so, yeah, so eighteen days. Wait, the twelfth, eight. Yeah, 
18 yeah. days. That's not even, that's barely over two weeks. Yeah. Four days over two weeks. So, Which is closer to three weeks than two weeks. Yeah. Not even three weeks, though. It's going to be easy, dude. <coughs> easy. We got it. So. We're going to lose so much weight this summer. We're going to be, I'm going to be sitting on this podcast like this. And I'm going to be like, we're going to be like, remember when I used to have all this chub and stuff? Like, Nah, dude. I've always been fit. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, dude. We're going to fucking get no, shredded just, now. That's the goal. Get What? We're going to get shredded. I thought you said stranded for a second. I was like, stranded we're, in we're in a house. Gym. Where are we getting stranded at? So let's go to the <laughs> fucking, let's go to the fucking canyon room chill after this. You I don't walk, know. You walk. I'll hit my jaw. I'm down. I, I won't be a bitch. I was just going to say, I don't know if I'm feeling up to it, but then we just talked about Goggins. I can't say that right after yeah, mentioning what, him. I, actually, I got to get back and watch inspirational videos <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. Yeah. No, dude. So we're going to do it? Yeah. Let's after do it this, right after, after this. this podcast. We go out there. We'll just yep. uh, hit the trail. I'm going to do that full 3.24 mile run. Notice. Maybe I'll even do it shorter. Like I'll run there and I'll meet back with you on the way back. And then once I meet back with you, we walk again. You know what? Because I enjoyed that. You know what we could do that I think would actually have us finish around the same time? What? Drop me off at the bridge, and then I'm halfway done, because then you can drive around, and then you'll start, because you'll jog all the way there. So I drop you off, and then (laughs) I drive back, and I stop, and I run to you and back? No, I was thinking, same same thing we did last time, Mm -hmm. but start with me at the bridge. So then you start where you started last time, you run, but I'm already walking back here. And then you yeah. go to the bridge back, and then we'd finish around the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'll drive, drop you off, and I'll drive to the viewpoint and start from there. Isn't the bridge in the middle? Like, isn't it on our way? Or am I saying take me oh, way far it's, out it's, of the way no, it's and drive, inconvenience yeah, it's everybody? A, it's more of like a line to the bridge because the viewpoint's closer. It's the closest part to the canyon. Oh, is it? So, But that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal. Oh, you're but, on Grandview, huh? I always forget and think you're off Blue Lakes because I've been gone for. Oh yeah, like, we're by where we used anywhere. to live, dude. We used to live together. I know. Like, I used to live a like block a block away, and I can't even remember it. Damn, how long did we live together for? Like six months. It wasn't six that months. long. Yeah, that was quick, huh? Yeah, I only lived there for like a year. That's when PUBG infiltrated. Dude, that's when you China. ruined my wife. You guys were not gamers at all, and I was just playing PUBG Mobile. I'm still not a gamer. Yeah, you got into it a little bit, though. Then you fell off. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, No, I still play. Brawlhalla. But I play... I don't know. I play one of those mobile games like once a week. That's like my fill. Brawlhalla, though, you would wake up at 4 a.m. just to play video games. Yeah, but that was just my routine. Like, Like, I wake up at 4 a.m., I'm beating everybody of the day. It's so so funny. That's not, if I'm going to tell people what happened, I got to say the whole routine. So, this was my productive morning routine. I would wake up at four. As soon as I got up, I would drink a giant bottle of water because it hydrates you and it helps you wake up. I would then walk out to my garage. I would put the ranch on the TV in the garage and usually smoke. Five to eight bowls, somewhere around there over the next hour. Then right about five, I would then go into the house and start playing video games. 
till six, and then I'd walk from six to about seven thirty. And then everybody else is waking up at six and hitting the gym. Yeah. And Mark's like, "You losers." Yeah, you don't know what's up. <laughs> Dude, think about it. Oh, and somewhere in there, I would drink a monster. Because if you smoke weed, you know, you get tired. So I can't have that for the day. So I usually drink two to three monsters in the morning. But uh, it's so good because you woke up. I started with the thing I love more than anything in the world. Pot. Then the number two, which was games. And Jenna's still sleeping. She'd be number three. So then m- number four, my oh walk. Oh, my God. Number three. Wow, what an honor. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry, babe. No, I'm just kidding. You know you're my everything, and I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just playing a play. Dude. I got to say I'm playing because I'm whipped, too. <laughs> yeah, that is true. No, you're, I don't think you're that whipped. Because no, Who cares? What the, the fuck other is day, whipped? Being caring about your, other, your partner? I don't know. I would caring say. about your partner's experience. Oh, whipped. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the other night, remember the ants when we left the dog food out and there were all the ants and oh, your, yeah, yeah. Irvino was pissed. Yeah, I well, wouldn't I'd... say you're whipped because you came back and started defending yourself like, I'm sorry, babe. And then you gave like your reasons why. I say when you're whipped is when you're like, oh, I'm sorry. And just apologize and apologize and apologize, which is what I do. But I never <laughs> defend myself. Once you quit mm, defending yourself to your I, spouse, then I'm like, you're whipped. I would say whipped is when you want to do something, but you refuse to even fight for the things you want to do. Because if your partner says, hey, we're not doing that, then you won't do it. It's like, dude, like I, like your friends say, hey, I'm, you want to come out? And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go out with my friends. And Irvina was like, no, you're not. And I would be like, oh, Okay. <laughs> that's probably whipped that, that was my first year of marriage dude. are you serious but jenna oh my gosh all the time and she's so cool about it now but all the time daniel would hit me up like hey dude it's been a long week you want to go out to the rouge tonight and i'd be like hey babe do you care if i go hang out with my friends and she'd be like are you married to them oh and i'd be like oh yeah i'm sorry daniel that's probably why daniel and i don't talk nearly as much my wife wouldn't let us hang out big l jenna <clears throat> but yeah. i think she was not wouldn't do that anymore no now jenna would probably be like yes please i want time some time alone <laughs> get out of here <laughs> yeah so not anymore now she wants to see your ass probably more than ever you know though she's not facetiming me as much as other times when we're apart really yeah, but of course she's living with her best friend, so it's not other times mm. she's just been by her, usually at her house or apartment, and I'm just gone. So she's yeah. living with friends. Yeah, They're she, partying it up. Yeah, you guys are living separately for a while. Yep. You're gonna work too here in southern Idaho. Yeah. I've been busy, dude. Oh, I yeah. can't believe how fast this is taking off. I uh kind of makes me mad i wanted to start it in utah because down there it took lots of marketing and work to get clients in here i've made one facebook post who moved my cheese dude who moved my cheese yep. you heard of that book you read it only could no i haven't read it but you told us about it last time dude that is literally the story right here really it's the story of who moved my cheese it's these mice that run through a maze and uh they find a cheese every day they'd open the door to the maze these mice would run in lab mice find cheese and eventually, they would put the cheese in the same spot every time and just leave it there. And they'd open it up, and some uh, of the mice decided, you know what, why even go back? Let's just stay here. And the mice got comfortable there, and they would stop looking through the maze for cheese like they used to. Yeah. And the mice get comfortable, and then one day, they wake up, and the cheese is gone. And they what the fuck? What happened to the cheese? It's always been here. For, it's been here for so long. It's always here. 
and some mice are smart enough to go out and look for cheese again, and some other mice stick to that spot and say, I'm going to sit here and starve because I believe this cheese will come back. Right. So I have a question on that real quick, though. Yeah. How smart were these mice if they could communicate all that? It's a metaphor. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, uh, so do you get the metaphor, though, to yeah, business? Yeah, I got it. And yeah. it's like, so you can't, you just because you got money coming in at doing something at one spot, you got it, you got your flow down. The economy is always changing. Market demands are always changing. And just the world is shifting always. Yeah. Especially with technology and things like the Dude, things are getting a lot different fast. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I think everything will be different than like every 10 years, I think. Life will be different than what we knew it. And you got to sit there and see maybe like, for example, I feel like it's a good one. A radio host who didn't form over to podcasting. Yeah. And not even in time. You could, I feel like you could always just jump in. People always act like put these fucking timers on like, oh, I missed the fucking wave as if there was a wave or something. Right. Well, I think there's just grandfathers, people who got on early and then the yeah. consistent people who are just making content out there. Right. If content creation is what people want to be doing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like you have to always be shifting with the, econ- with the environment because maybe mo- you're the source of money where people were willing to pay you to do something was working for a while, but then it shifts and you have to be able to catch those shifts, prepare, and always be hungry to go out there and find that cheddar. Yep, and that that's why I like sales so much because, like, in so many other ways, or not ways, I don't know why I said ways, but in so many other, like, marketing or anything like that and I, and I believe in marketing I love it but I feel like that's more of like fishing you throw something out and you're hoping and like like SEO for example if SEO is working for you and it's doing great that's great but eventually that's going to dry up it's a changing market and if you don't know how to go build value or sell you're kind of SOL and I think that's where a lot of companies actually fail is they don't know how to go generate new revenue when marketing or other ways aren't and that's why I think this is taking off because I just knocked a couple doors and I'm booked up. But it's because I know how to sell. Yeah, you love <clears throat> door-to-door, though. You specifically, you know how to sell and want to sell door-to-door style because you want to go out spearfishing. You don't want to be sitting there waiting for bites. A hundred percent. When I tried to sell cars, I hated it. One, I hate calls. I'd rather go talk to somebody because if talking to somebody, I feel their energy. I get to meet them. If that makes sense on the mm-hmm. phone, it's just yeah. a voice. Plus, let me people. Oh, go ahead. Plus, people. What actually? That's come on. Let me hear it. Okay. Well, plus people on the phone. Well, if they don't want to hear you, they don't have that social like protocol. Like, there's almost when somebody's talking to you face to face, you never want to be rude to them. On the phone, they don't care. So if somebody's doing a sales pitch, I do this to people. Click right. But not a lot of people, unless you're just a dick, slam the door on your face, Mm. unless I did something to do it. So it buys me more time. But I also like being the hunter. Mm. I like going out and finding somebody that needs my product or what I'm representing that day, going out, finding them, helping somebody, and we both get rewarded. Then there's like when I sold at the car lot where I sat there all day hoping somebody would show up. And this is probably why people hate these kind of sales because then once somebody showed up, it's like, that's my one chance. If you don't buy, I don't eat. So mm. I'm going to push the shit out of you to buy that. As in like door to door, if you don't buy, I'm going to talk to 200 people today. I'm just glad we had a conversation mm. and you didn't shoot me and your dog didn't chase me. Like, yeah, that, I just love that aspect of it. Let me Until with- August when it's super hot. Then, <laughs> then I hate it. Let me hit you with a, with a tricky question then. Let's get some, let's get a little deep. 
Okay. So what about the autonomy or morality of spearfishing versus bait fishing? Because bait fishing, the fish makes its own choice. It went up and was fooled. Maybe not even fooled. They got a hook in its mouth, but it was its own choice. So it had the free will. Spearfishing, on the other hand, where you're going out there and you're getting making making these ones, you know, you're you're gonna I'm gonna make this uh, you know, yeah sail, this fucking I'm gonna get this fish. Spearfishing, you just you're out there hunting and it's maybe is there a moral question there for treating people as prey, economic prey? Okay. I wanna clarify before I answer this. Are we legitimately, you know how much I love fishing, so I just want to clarify. <laughs> Are you asking me about the morality of how I catch fish or Sales. how I knock the, okay. Sales. I'm well, saying treating What if I want to answer both prey. questions? So I would say spearfishing, going out and hunting, because here's why. And I have no problem doing this. I do this all the time. If I don't think, if I don't think what I'm selling is a fit for this person right now, I have no problem pulling out because I know I have lots of opportunities there's tons of doors out here. If I have like when I like when I tried to sell cars or when I sell an advertising, if you made the mistake to let me talk to you and it's not that I have to go with everything I have to get you. And I would actually relate mm. that with fishing, too, because wow. like bait fishing. Think of it. What's more honest? Dude, let me say is this. Are, I'm feeling like you're getting to the point that sales door to door sales is more like. Those flopper baits where it's like, it's just a smarter bait where it's like, bup, 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 flapping on the water and then something comes up and grabs it or like a fly that hits and you're doing like this work and technique kind to, of to, to not trick, but like to bait them in more because yeah. door to door sales. It's not like spearfishing where it's like, you're going to buy this no matter what it's look at, like, let me sell it to you. It's better persuasion than a, just the advertisement on the box. Yeah. And I, I love it because, and this is crazy because I'm weird for this, but Every person, and I don't care if you guys, somebody watches this and they know me and they're like, I love Mark. If I knock on your door to sell you something, you hate my guts. Every single person hates a salesperson, whether it's door, at a lot, anything. The thing I love about door to door, though, is when I can make somebody my friend. When I don't even care about the sale, when I can take somebody that opened the door and is like, hey, what are you doing here? Why are you knocking on my door? No salespeople. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I turn that person into inviting me in for a beer or they're feeding me dinner. Even if they didn't buy it, that to me gives me more joy because I'm like, I'm getting better every day. But... I don't remember Dude, why that was part of my question. It sounds like answer. you just need to be a full-time missionary. No, <laughs> dude, that was so funny because I hated door-to-door on my mission. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's you exactly, you're going to go in, you don't get maybe not a beer, but you get yeah. dinner every day. <laughs> yeah, dude, no. I remember when I got in trouble on my mission because I offended somebody because I didn't eat enough at dinner and they left the church. What? That's a real. Story, that's dude. a real what, what story. So I this? can't even remember her name, her name, but there was. So I served an LDS mission for twelve weeks because I did not go out the full t- two years. But while I was out there, um, we, I was in South Carolina, Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Cowpens, and we went out. We, there's this sweet older couple, didn't have much money, but um, and she was start. She, I think she was in beginning stages of dementia, um, but mm. she loved to feed the missionaries, and so we went out to meet them. Um, I was new to introduce me to him and she offered to cook us dinner. Uh, I think it was on Saturday. I think this was like a Tuesday and she rearranged it and she was making fried chicken, mashed potato. I mean, Southern meal. 
And everybody at church had warned me that she wasn't that great of a cook. <laughs> and she was so excited to feed us. And then that same day, another family had called and needed some help. Um, I think we helped them move. But after we finished, they fed us right before we had to go to this dinner. And so we actually called another set of missionaries to come with us because we knew we were already full mm. and we didn't want to be rude. And I think I still ate like three pieces of chicken and two potatoes. Like, because I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. And this lady still was like, that chubby kid didn't like my food. He didn't eat enough. And she quit going to church. Did she I got say call- that? No, that was like her direct quote. <laughs> I got called in by like the... Bishop that week, like, you know, you offended that they're never coming back. They said they never, all because I didn't eat chicken. And what did the, what did the bishop react like? He just, he didn't like her that much anyway. He kind of laughed at it, but he's like, she said she's never coming back. You got to be careful. Like down here in the South, you eat whatever's in front of you. There's a reason everybody down here has diabetes. Maybe that's where I got it. Couldn't have been my parents that had it their whole life. Damn, dude. Well, yeah. Seriously offended because I did not eat enough. So damn, that lady. I wonder what she's up to now. She was pretty old. I I was eighteen. I think she was in her seventies. So she's still alive. (laughs) She's probably still alive. Probably seventies to twelve. I don't know. Eighties. Yeah, late eighties now. No, not late eighties. Wait, she was late seventies. She's like 75, oh, so probably like old. 75. That's pretty old. Yeah. I was imagining early 70s. I don't know why that seems... It is so much younger. Really. Yeah. Ten, that 10-year gap is a big one. They, yeah. they start, It's like being a child again, you know? When you're young, like the difference between 10 and 20 is a lot. Yeah. Well, But, it, but it's more like those high school incremental changes, you know? Like the difference between 9th grade to 10th grade is quite a bit. 10th to 11th is quite a bit. 11th to 12th. Like eh. you're just... As a guy, yeah. they just get stronger and stronger you know what I mean? Until you're that age and you look back and you're like, what a bunch of pip squeaks. <laughs> right? Dude, I don't know when that happened, but I always thought young people looked my age until about a year and a half ago. And then I see a high schooler now and I'm like, damn, they look so young. Oh my God, babies, dude. And I'm like, I was just there like, well, it's a long time ago now, like yesterday. Yeah, my niece slash cousin, Aaliyah, is going to be coming to hang out and visit at our house for a while this summer and she's 17 now it blows my mind i was telling her i was like it's crazy because every time i talk to you it's like how old are you now <laughs> right. and it's like wait what you're fucking yeah you just 10 exactly for it's like three year two year increments for us i guess because it's always like she was 12 and then i talked to her and it's like oh you're like gonna be 15 soon what yeah i mean dude especially for me and my uh, cousins and family i feel like it's harder especially as an entrepreneur like doing these entrepreneurial lives that we're doing as yeah you know like not the standard type of uh, work life it's harder to go i feel like and make that time to go spend time with family every year it it is i mean that's part of why i said i want to move back i mean i've spent last year we were doing christmas carols around my mother-in-law's piano and i closed two hilo sales during silent night no you didn't i really did Literally, boom, one of our guys uh, down in Junction ended up having Christmas Eve dinner and then was like, you want to see the Hyla? And he sold his mom Christmas Eve and I closed that deal. He called me to close it and I got in so much trouble with my mother-in-law because I ditched family time to close the sale. But And my comeback was, well, did you just make me 150 bucks? And yeah, that's I don't how care. much you made? Yeah. 150. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Well, for how much is the vacuum? 5000 Oh, that sounds so expensive. Well, 5500 They're 5495 plus tax. 495 plus tax. Damn, dude. Yep. That's the Ferrari of vacuums, huh? Literally. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records twice. Most expensive vacuum in the world. Highest quality vacuum in the world. No way. For its Do you filtration. carry a Guinness book with you when you go sell, like go to door? No, but on the back of the Hyla, they put the seal of approval um, from Guinness. not from Guinness, from another place. They hold the world record, and so we always point. All to right, that. that's it, everybody. So, live, we are gonna check this check, world record. Check Let's it. go. Type in most expensive vacuum in the world. It's gonna say Hyla, either Guinness. EST or GST record. Expensive vacuum. If they're not on there, then the people... Kevin Brown, when you recruited me, you lied to me, and uh, I've told thousands of customers for years this, but I'm confident because I've checked oh, it Oh, I'm going to GuinnessWorldRecords.com. All right. I've only Google searched it, though. I've never actually gone to Guinness World Records. The most, according to uh, GuinnessWorldRecords.com... Yeah, I'm like kind of nervous. I've never gotten a check. The that. most <laughs> expensive vacuum cleaner is the Hyla GST Swarovski edition. Swarovski edition. Swarovski edition and is priced at $21,900. That is not true, actually. That's what it says right here. Yep. Price increase. The Swarovski sells for $24. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> All right. And highly <laughs> U.S. Gas, when the vacuum cleaners have been available for purchase since 14th of August, 2012. All right. Now, the one that matters the most, the most effective effective yep. vacuum cleaner in the world. If, well, I think it's, it's like a, you're not I even with Hyla anymore. I think it's <laughs> efficient, actually, not effective. Oh, efficient. All right. Yeah, I was getting some weird results with that. The most efficient vacuum cleaner in the world. I don't see that. And on. it could be for the filter. I don't think design. that's smallest. We got smallest, largest, and most expensive. Okay. There's. I don't think that. So you guys. I you might, guys might be, be pulling. They might I, be pulling that one out of the. Ice. I, I might have. Uh, yeah. Well, I've said that a lot to a lot of people. So you're like, wait, did I ever read that? <laughs> but uh, like, if it's expensive, it's efficient, right? right? Dude, this is terrible. I'm gonna put my whole office on blast for a second. Okay. Poor Nick, but this was so funny. So when Nick and I teamed up, so I had a Hyla store here in Twin Falls. He had one in Junction. Neither one of us were doing great, so I closed mine down. We partnered up, and then we became the top ones in the world. But when I first got there, so there's two lights on the Hyla, so you can see if your water's dirty. Mm -hmm. And the first time I'm in sales meeting, I'm sitting there, and one of the reps is doing his presentation for practice. And he's like, we have UV lights in here that kill bacteria. And I, like, pause, and I'm like, those are LED lights. These guys never read the script. It says... It literally says the reason we put LED lights is they did a study and found out people will pay 10% more for something if it lights up. Oh, no really? no UV lights doesn't kill bacteria anything. You told me this. What, the story? You told me that it had UV lights that killed bacteria. No. 
Uh, the Hyla doesn't. I thought you told me this. Dude. No, I swore did I you tell you this story? No, I thought you told me that as like a fact about Hyla. No, it doesn't. Nick told the whole office. You were, did, though. were you telling people this? No, I've never told somebody. You that. Never told me this. I think I've told you this story before. Oh, okay, okay. And so yeah, so this dealer was saying that, and I was like, "Those are just LED lights." And he's like, "No, Nick told me that these are UV lights." And I was like, "Did you fact check that? Did you read the script?" No. I was like, have you told anybody that? And he's like, I sold 20 last month. Mm. I'm like, And you're like, let's dang. get some UV lights in there, baby. <laughs> yep. So, no, there's no UV lights. Mr. Hyla, LED. Mr. Hyla, if you're listening. <laughs> right. So UV lights. People yep. want it. They do. That's actually kind of dope. Yeah, but they don't have them. So... Well, just goes down just here LED. nibbling on my toes. Dude, he was, he's like, he was licking my knee earlier. What you want? He's, so. a, he's just wondering what we're doing. Right. Swimming around down under the table. What's up, buddy? What a but, cute doggy. Yeah. So, anyway, what's new with you? I feel like this time I've done all the talking and stories. What? You feel like, like you've done all the talking and stories? Well, not talking, but at least all the stories. Yeah, I've just been here silent. <laughs> I'm like, um, pure science is he monologuing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you well, caught, I messed you that got up me last monologuing. time. Monologuing, you dirty dog. What's that? What's that? Uh, Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah, Incredibles. Fuck yeah. That. I almost couldn't think of that for Irvina a second. Irvina doesn't like Incredibles, motherfucker. Dude. What? Irvina. Yeah, Incredibles is incredible. I love the Incredibles. It's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Even Incredibles Two was awesome. Um, Jack Jack's powers, hell okay. yeah, dude. Jack Jack was awesome. But I did not G, like Incredibles dude. Two. Here, here's proof. I've seen Incredibles at least 300 times. I've seen Incredible 2 once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Incredibles yeah. is, I mean, always the OG is the best. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because I feel like there's some definite movie series where I would argue that point. Uh, Hunger Games would be one of them. Oh, you're right. Actually, uh, you're right there. I Holy would go, shit. I want to say the Divergent series, but one is pretty good, but uh, I think the third one's the best they last year me and Irvina read divergent and then we watched the movie together for the first time yeah just i wasn't a fan dude i haven't read the book it yet, seems like a watered down hunger games that's like, what hung- it is hunger games is deeper and more psychological in the book i like it plus it's jennifer lawrence when uh, the book is like i feel like the book especially the audiobook which is what i experienced by tatiana maslani is the yeah. voice actress Holy shit, dude. That performance is amazing. Really? It gets you in the feels, dude. She'll like, on the sad parts, she sounds like it's literally happening to her. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. Dang. And she's a good singer, too. So it's just a great fit. Yeah. (laughs) That just reminds me of when I was listening to your podcast and you were talking about how Irvina is at that point when Rue's dying and she starts singing and she's all like happy and bouncy with the song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Deep in in the the meadow, meadow. (laughs) under the willow. (laughs) What the fuck? You giving her a fucking primary song? You like imagine, dude, Rue sitting there dying. She's like, sing to me, Katniss. She's like, I look out the window (laughs) and what do I see? Popcorn popping on the apricot tree. <laughs> oh, uh, you Mormons out there know. Y'all right, know. everybody. My mom's going to sing to that later. <laughs> that fucking song, yeah. Popcorn popping on the apricot tree. Yep. I had an apricot tree. What's another one where I would say the, the following movies were better than the original? Mm, yeah, it's a very short list. 
I'd say Lord of the Rings. I'm not a fan of the first one. I'm a fan. I love the other two. <coughs> I, I like the, the first two. Have the badass two battles. Yeah. And I, I get the. I mean, the Battle of Rohan is awesome. Yeah. <coughs> but the third one also has a badass battle. That's even more badass. Like bigger, better, everything. Yeah. Type of battle. And so those battles weigh against each other. And I think Rohan, the second two towers might lose against the epicness of the third battle with the water, them coming up with the canoes and the fucking crazy. Dude, the ghost that shit in was the third cre- one. Yeah, the ghosts come and fuck everything. That's like kind of just like a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> just got dropped <laughs> Straight up. Horses. Like, how do you yeah. defend against that? Like, they entertained us for a while with battle and then they like dropped the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> But because of that, I'm going to get the third one above the second one because the battles. It's like really boiled down to the battles of yeah. those two. But the first one stands off because it's not battles. It's like one battle really with the, the cave troll. In the, and I love that shit. And with the Khazad Doom fucking d- demon fire motherfucker fighting Gandalf. You shall not yeah. pass. That shit was sick, dude. Yeah. I just Number one, dude. It's pretty awesome. Maybe I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm just not a fan of that's the That's when the adventure one. starts, dude. That's when you realize the beginning. That oh my. We might have to do a Lord of yeah. the Rings marathon. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a, in a while. Yeah, so maybe next down. weekend we'll just chill, go hang out somewhere. Maybe go camping, but we'll take like my generator so we can run the TV because I got a quiet generator. We could watch Lord of the Rings in the mountains. Dude, this is what I, I'll run to this shit. I'll run. This is on my running playlist. Dude. We were we were on the trail. We were listening to this song. Uh, it running. came up on yeah. my running playlist, dude. Because okay. Lord of the Rings, oh, I have shit. such mixed feelings about it because it's so good, but people say I'm crazy because I would rather watch I Harry Potter. I <laughs> the air. I'm not that. I don't know what they say. This is the title screen. This is when the title comes up. But oh, the really? reason I love this song because I feel like it's like it has like the best crescendo. Yeah, I think you know what I mean. Where it's like I think that's what it's called, right? When it but gets louder, louder, crescendo, louder. and then decrescendo. <gasps> yeah, silence, and you're like, yep. holy. You know what's so funny? I've noticed this our whole lives. You did band. Yeah. You always pick out instrumentals in songs. I did choir. I'm always about like the impressive voice. But I did honor <clears> choir too. I I wouldn't remember. Remember, I started my public school experience in fifth grade halfway through. Oh yeah, wait. So were you? What were you at before that? I was homeschooled. You were a homeschooled grade. kid. Okay, and that makes I, a lot of sense. Yep. And then I was supposed to go to six, <laughs> but I wanted to be in the same grade with you and Dustin. And then Mr. Sparks is my teacher, and so I went back into fifth, and I started right about Christmas time that year. So I've only got four mm. years of public school. So I was homeschooled. Wow. Till fifth grade, and then I did half of fifth. Or, yeah, four years. And then I did sixth grade, seventh, eighth. I basically only did middle school, and I dropped out right about Christmas time freshman year. Wow. What made so. you want to drop out officially? Uh, Ryan Bowman, the principal. Really? He, he wasn't the principal then, but. Yeah, I, I know Ryan yeah. Bowman. I remember. What, do you, what did he say? Uh, I didn't make the basketball team, and that's literally the only reason I liked school was to go to play basketball. Mm, Christmas time. Yep. And mm. so when I got cut, and I mean, 
It was a good choice. I was 5'2", 100 pounds overweight. My titties were here. Like, it was, I wasn't going to do anything, but I love basketball. And, I mean, I would have cut me, too. Tough love now, yeah. but back mm. then it really bugged me. And you then couldn't deal with it. Huh? I was already like, see the purpose for school anymore after that. Well, I never did school. Mm. I mean, remember I was always in success club. I never did homework because in homeschool I could study what I wanted. I had to do my math and English, but I got those twenty problems done, and my mom let me do whatever I wanted. Not like I had to learn, but I could study. Like when I was in fourth grade, I was learning volcano uh, volcanology. And we're doing oh, field yeah. trips to like Craters of the Moon, Yellowstone. Same with like Paleon, like just yeah, stuff like you guys that. Did that. I sure came in handy. <clears throat> yeah. So it Sometimes did. I'm walking with Mark out in nature and he's like, hey, that volcano rock right there. What's it? It's from Aha Magma. or Pahoyhoy. Is that really a thing? Yeah. Those what? are the two types of lava, Aha and Pahoyhoy. I still Is remember that. Is that some Native American stuff? No, it's Aha actually it's Hawaiian because that's where they first studied. Oh, yep. interesting. Look at you. I, I remember a all lot this of volcano from that. Knowledge. But then I went to middle, like, public school. I'm like, I don't want to sit and yeah. study social studies. I already read all this. Like, so I just never did homework or anything. You know, I literally went for you in sports. You know well, what public school you. is good for, though? What? Social adaptation yeah. to society. Think <laughs> of it. No offense, Angela, if you watch this, think of my sister. Angela in school. I don't. I don't talk to like. I didn't mean no. Angela. Like I know Angela as your sister. I don't. We haven't really hung out. Yeah, much, but that's my point. Remember, we used to always say Angela's like. We used to I always say. I, I won't say the other person's name, but she always was the one sitting because she was two grades younger than us, just always by herself, was never she? with friends. Really, and we used to point it out all the time, like. She didn't join public school in time to or learn how to make <laughs> friends. And we used to laugh all the time. Because I knew you guys from church. We hung out from scouts, church. Yeah. So That's right, dude. What a path. Yeah. The Mormon religion brought us together. And Pretty then, much. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you had a PlayStation. Yeah, the, the PlayStation. <laughs> and church. PlayStation and church. Little fucking scouts. Yeah. I was trying to think, how would Dustin, me, you, and Logan have ever been friends without church? Because, like, Dustin... I was little... an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> we, me and Dustin were both good at math in elementary school. I remember yeah. we were doing, like, the math professor, math masters. Remember those things? No. No. Well, you didn't join I... in. So, in elementary school, you did the this, like, uh, 16 a minute is what it was called. And yeah. you do math, do the equation, 60 of them. 50 in a minute. It was 50 questions in a minute, and they would get harder. You do the simple addition, more complex addition, subtraction to multiplication, division to. Yeah. Like, now, then, if you did that, you became a Fibonacci, which is the math thing, Fibonacci sequence. I think I remember this from the second half of fifth grade. And you get a piece of paper that hung up on the wall. And then, if you did more complex things with like fractions and shit, eventually you became a math master, which is a metal. And then once you did even more where you had a variety of problems with like pie and shit involved, you became a math professor and you get a plaque at assembly. Yeah, I would not. I know I never got a math medal or anything. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dustin and I, I think Logan might have. I think Logan had it. But I know for sure Dustin and I had it. Yeah. Yeah, we were fucking little math nerds together. Look at us. So he, nerd. He took the nerd path, though. He fucking just finished school after, what, eight years of was more? Eight, no, 10 no, years of... I think. What he, years he, he just got his doctorate. He just did 10 years. Yeah. yeah, he's a doctor. Dr. Clemens, dude. That's so weird to think. I love it, dude. If I'm ever... He's a vet. 
Yeah. So if I'm ever like, you know, in a shootout, I need to get healed. At least I got someone I can go to now. Right. Oh, Dustin, patch up this wound. He's like, dude, you're going to die. <laughs> What's the I difference? I got a kid here. Get yeah. the hell off this right? table. This is my dining room table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you talked to Logan at all? I haven't talked to Logan in dude, forever. Logan's wife messaged me to... Have dinner. I was like, bro, Logan messaged me, dude. I don't want Logan's wife message. Yeah. Come on, Logan, hit me up. Yeah. I'll feel more welcome that way. Yeah, Logan. I haven't scared. heard from you in forever. What man are you now? See, that's the thing. Yeah. We don't know. We haven't been around each other very long. We Who knows who, what kind of people we all are? But I feel at the root of it, we're all still the same person once we're around each other. You, uh, know, who, you know who I want to hang out with? Dylan Jacobson, dude. Oh, dude. I bet you Dylan's the same, dude. dude. Same funny, spunky guy. <laughs> Before we moved out of that house, he lived just like 10 minutes away from me. Oh, really? Yeah. I never once stopped and said, hi, so Dylan, I'm so sorry. But for two years, you lived like 10 minutes away, never stopped. What the fuck? And he literally told me, like, I only know that because like when I posted, I just moved to Clearfield on Facebook. He's like, I live in Kaysville. We should totally hang out. Drove through Kaysville every day from work, twice a day. It never once stopped. Yeah, adult life gets in the way sometimes. Yep. But also, it's like when it's nearby, for instance, I've always been the guy who would always want to go to the beach when I was living in California. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Me and my buddy Chapman, we'd go surfing all the time. And people didn't want to go. Like, people didn't want to go. And it's like, because they always had this mindset that I could always go tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's, and then they're sitting there living in California for a year and they like went to the beach a few times. Like three times. Yeah. They didn't like go, but we would fucking live there, dude. Cause I was like, dude, it's there. Who cares? It's like, it's really close. It's like 10 minute drive, 15 minute drive. Cause we were on base. We could just drive yeah. straight to there. But other people, it's like 30 minute drive out and off base. But still, it's like, who gives a fuck, dude? You're about to move in into the inner states probably after this shit. Let's yeah. go to the beach. You just explained my love for Lagoon. Yeah. What? Cause well, it's, t- it's seasonal. Yeah, well, no, because I couldn't go my whole life. And people mm. are like, I'm like, let's go. You guys want to go ride roller coasters? Because I've always been too fat. And they're just like, oh, we can go another day. And I'm like, I'm not living for another day. I'm living for right fucking now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about, see, like roller coasters and like going to Lagoon feels like very energy consuming. Yeah. And I am I mean, going to the beach is like that too. But you can also just relax and chill at the beach. But also... I mean, like, I don't know, just something, but it's like, there's a different vibe between amusement park and hanging out in nature. I agree. You know what I mean? Totally. And I don't yep. think I would want to be like, oh, we live close to Lagoon. Let's go to Lagoon every day. You well, not I mean? every day, just yeah. like every other. Like, yeah, like I, working out rest day. day. <laughs> that's literally, that's my new split. I just figured out my new gym routine. How much does, does you got to pay for Lagoon? Yeah, it's crazy, See, you too. You don't to pay for the beach. Dude, Just it's go. almost as expensive as, I think, like Disneyland now. It's like 100 bucks for the day. Damn, demand going up. Well, Which everything. is crazy, because you can buy a season pass for 200 and it's good all year. Uh, so you're just you're just trying to promote everyone to get a fucking full. No, I'm just like, going on. He why, wants Lagoon buddies, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a secret message. Uh, thanks for telling everybody. But no, I was just like, why would somebody go to Lagoon once if you could pay twice the money, but then go anytime you want? If you live down there, I could see like people from here that are going to make a whole day trip out of it. But yeah, if you live you just- in Utah, why would you ever? Yeah, yeah. Unless it's just not your thing. You love roller coasters, apparently. Dude, I just, I've they never been you, able to ride them. It's they remind like you I'm of free. volcanoes. That's what it is. 
You're like, oh, it like goes up and plateaus. It reminds me of a volcano. I don't the think so. The good old summer uh, homeschool days. Good old homeschool days. That's I, when you would get taken to volcano field trips, homeschool days? Yeah, all the time. We, my mom used to take us everywhere. Just day trip. Let's go. Damn, that's cool. <clears throat> yep. I mean, we did the... There's like the Japanese concentration camps outside oh, of yeah. Burley. There's City of Rocks we went to all the time. Balanced Rock, all the ice caves. My, pretty much everything around here, naturally. You know that Japanese concentration camp had a squad of... Battali- like they got like a battalion of Japanese dudes that sent them over for World War II, and they were like badass unit. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's like this honor, like there's like an honor pl- uh, given to this fucking Japanese unit that even dudes from this Japanese internment camp here at Min- Minico, Minidoka. Mi- yeah, Minidoka. Minidoka. They yep. have people who were in that battalion. It's pretty awesome. Dude, that's pretty cool. You're like, fucking, let's go fuck those motherfuckers up. Yeah. You fucking put my family in a concentration camp. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing just chilling. <laughs> then you guys had to start a spark war on my new country. Yeah, and... Damn. But honestly, Japanese were a bunch of little fuckers back then, dude. Right. <laughs> fuckers. Like, I'm sure the concentration, they were, when you say concentration camp, it sounds like Holocaust. Yes, it does. It's like hardcore barbed wire. There's like slop under your plate, get back in line, go to sleep. That's all you do. But they were straight big communities of people. The biggest fault that happened that people really want to get a reprimand for is taking them away from their professions and pausing their life for, for a few years. Because that, you know, what kind of damage you do for your yeah. momentum going, especially. But they had communities, they had barbershops, they had clothing stores, they had like music, like festival stuff where people would come play their traditional Japanese instruments and stuff. And I did a whole little like documentary mini doc about it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I was like, it's like not cool, but it's like, it makes you feel like it's cool that it was like they had their culture in there. You know what I mean? That they were like, oh, like, yeah. Bonding together. When I read a Gulag Archipelago uh, by Alexander Solzhenitsyn, that's about Stalin's freaking rise of the Gulags. You know, like the Thought Police. You know, 1984 or big, you know Big Brothers watching you nope. stuff. Okay, well, you lost me on that part. <laughs> well, it's just about how people ended up thought, thought police shit, like con, you know communism, Stalin shit, where they ended up putting people in Gulags, like islands where they were prisoners. Yeah, the way they thought, you know. But it's just uh, it's so fun. In, interesting to me the the spark of humanity that comes from people who are in bad times together but they find like like a, a a light like a bright beaming light of laughter and fun and culture where they like bond together through those hardships yeah yeah were you good <clears throat> yeah i just got i don't know all of a sudden, Y'all I just sleepy? had the like the sudden urge, like no, dude, it's talking about history. Like, He's like, this is school yards. shit, boring. <laughs> Let's Remember, talk about volcanoes. I only had, <laughs> I only had four years of that. No, yeah. I just, dude, it just like hit me all of a sudden. What? The yawns. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're tired. I guess you better. Yo, you better get tired. Wow, it's already five twenty, dude. We better keep going. Wow. I wonder how long this has been. Well, we started a long time ago. Yeah, let's go do our fucking... Let's, yep. let's plan our run walk, and let's go get that shit done. Good? Yep. All right. Peace out, everybody. Okay, see ya. I have, like...